Hey there, welcome to this podcast from Trinity Church in Palmerston North. This week, Lorraine Stevens is sharing on something that Jesus spoke about quite a bit in the New Testament, and that's about knowing God as our Father. In fact, he taught us to pray, Our Father who art in heaven. So this can be a challenging thought for some, and we hope you find this message helpful and encouraging in your journey. Let's go straight to the message now, which was spoken on a Sunday morning recently here at Trinity. Well, I've been thinking a lot about Father God for some reason. Well, Jesus spoke about his Father a lot, didn't he? If you look at the scriptures, he was here to do his Father's will and he kept pointing the way back to the Father. And we, I think, sometimes forget the Father. We're worshipping Jesus, which is really good. But Jesus kept pointing the way back to his Father. And we really need to know what the Father's like as as the basis of our faith. Jesus is our saviour and he was sent by God the Father. And sometimes if you're wanting to do some Bible study, look in in the Gospels and read all the times that he referred to his father and what he said about his father and he was constantly talking about his father. Um, He tried to tell people about his father and he tried to tell his disciples about his father but they were often confused (laughs) as we can be. How we think about the father is a pillar of our faith and our ability to handle the tough times But what we think about the Father tends to come from the only example that we've had, and that is our earthly Father, and what we've been taught along the way about what God's like. And for some people, that can be a big problem. It's easy to view God as a vengeful Father, waiting for for us to slip up so he can punish us. So a cross between the worst schoolteacher you can think of that you had, and a policeman like the one... (laughs) that told me and my brother that, over the loudspeaker, that bike is built for two, not one. I'm thinking, why aren't you chasing criminals? Why are you picking on kids on a bike? <laughs> but, you know, all the, all the things that we've had of authority, um, they tend to, to make it a problem. We can have a father who's maybe absent or neglectful, um, abusive, or the hardest of all to deal with sometimes is... One who can be all of those things, um, unpredictable, loving one minute, violent the next, and that leaves a child in a constant state of anxiety. What's he going to be like today? And we can transfer those feelings onto God. What's God going to be like today? I know he loves me, but, but what's coming? So how can we trust God if we never know how he's going to react? So it can be hard to to, um, negotiate all of this and to come into a good relationship with God the Father. And he's adopted us, and so we need to. Um, George, do we have that picture somewhere? There it is. Right. Okay. So this, this shows us two different ways of parenting. Discipline is helping a child to solve a problem and punishment is making a child suffer for having a problem. So there we've got this child with a problem. Do we help him to solve this or do we punish him for having a problem? And we've all had problems. We've all got problems. 
So how, how do we react? Do you see God as someone who helps you to solve your problem and make a good choice or someone who's going to punish you so best to avoid him and hope he doesn't find out what you've done? So which one was closest to your father? Now, I was born after the war, World War II. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> And things were rather tough. And some fathers had come back from the war with what today we would recognise as as PTSD. Um, But 70 years ago, there was, like, no help for that available. And add to that the stress of a job and housing shortages and no benefits. Um, My own father was not not violent. He did get angry from time to time. I'll tell you a little story. Um, But he did a great job trying to to provide for us under very difficult circumstances. Um, But having had quite a sad background himself, he was a bit remote and I didn't really feel I could go to him with my problems. I couldn't couldn't relate to that um, discipline as helping a child solve a problem, really. I think he was definitely more the other sort. (laughs) Punishment is is making a child suffer for having a problem. So, um, shall I tell you a story? Yeah. Alan's always telling a story, so I'll tell you a story. Yeah. Well, at this stage, we lived out of Shannon, on, up on a hill. I like hills. Uh, it was probably about three kilometres out, I suppose, out of town. Um, and there were four of us kids about six years apart. They were all quite close in age. And back then, the shops weren't open at the weekends, and they closed at five o'clock, except for Friday night, which was town night, for those of you who remember. So any shopping that you wanted to do that we couldn't do in Shannon, we had to come up to Palmerston and race around all the shops and try and get everything done before nine o'clock at night. And this was the only time available because mum didn't drive and we only had one car anyway and dad was off with that. So... um, So sometimes we went with them, but this night we were left alone. Now, my slightly younger brother always had good schemes, which which sometimes involved me getting concussions, sometimes a broken arm, so always good schemes for him, but never quite so much for me, but never mind. And the scheme for this night was this master plan that we should work out when mum and dad would be due to arrive home and we should walk down the road about the time my parents would be coming home and they would be so pleased to see us and they would give us a ride home. What fun, we thought. Anyone see any flaws already in this plan? Yeah. So we traipsed off and we waited at the end of our road and we waited and my memory's a bit hazy now. That was a long time ago. But I'm pretty sure it got dark, but eventually they did return. Have you seen, do you remember the scene in The Sound of Music where Captain Von Trapp comes home and his kids <laughs> are up the tree dressed in clothes made out of curtains? Well, we weren't up trees and we must have had some sort of clothes on. But Dad's reaction was pretty much like Captain Von Trapp. 
no hop in the car, dear children. So nice of you to come and meet us. Let's go home and have some cocoa. <laughs> he drove straight past. <laughs> I think he probably stopped long enough to ask us, what the blank do we think we were doing? But basically he drove straight past and I was perplexed. I mean, we meant really well. <laughs> we really meant well. We really thought that they would love for us to walk down and meet them. <laughs> so we walked home very silently, probably arguing about whom to blame. I don't remember getting a hiding when we got home. I just Sometimes you forget the hidings you got that you actually deserved. Um, but we went to bed. And I was a very analytical child. I would have appreciated a safety briefing, and a 10-point problem-solving lesson on why we should not have done that. <laughs> but Dad was not really that sort of father. He was really more the punishment sort of father. I don't remember us ever speaking about that night again, ever again. I would actually like to ask him now about it from his perspective. Did, did Mum and Dad drive home, have a good laugh, put on their serious faces for when we trade stuff <laughs> at some hour of the night? I don't know. I like to think so, but I suspect not. <laughs> anyway, back to God. How do we know what he's like with all the handicaps we've had growing up? Um, how do we know? And Philip had the same problem. In John 14, verse 6 to 7, Jesus said, I am the way the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Once again, he kept pointing back to the Father. And then in verse 8, Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. And Jesus replied, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I've been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. So from that, how do we know what the Father's like? We look to Jesus Jesus says, if we've seen him, we've seen the Father. He is our example of how to parent, how to relate, how to help others. And how did Jesus treat people? So if we want to know how to treat someone, how to treat our child, um, how God treats us. You can see in that picture, there's the man with his arm around the child. But that's also like God with his arm around us, saying, Lorraine, you've got another problem. <laughs> Let me help you solve it. Um, think, of, think of some of the things. Think about the woman at the well who had had five husbands. Did he call her names, label her an adulteress, chastise her, and talk a lot about hell? No, he asked questions. He revealed who he was to her. He helped her to solve her problems. He treated her with dignity and respect when I bet she thought she didn't deserve that. And because of that, she was able to go and spread the word to her village. Another thing about God, you do not have to earn your father's love. He loves you, problems and all. 
Romans 5.8 says, While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So as we've been singing some of these things in the, in the songs that we've been singing this morning. So we don't have to earn our Father's love. Think of the woman taken in adultery. Man's punishment was to stone her, but Jesus forgave her and gave her the solution. Go and sin no more. Proverbs 3.11 says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Why would we despise God's discipline when it's for our good? God always welcomes back the sinner. Think of the prodigal son. We can all make wrong choices, whether our motives are totally selfish or like us wandering in the night, just misguided, we can all make um, wrong choices. Think of Peter, when Peter said he would die with Jesus rather than deny him, then he promptly denied him three times. Did Jesus cast him out? He let him learn that none of us are as strong as we think we are. And then after the resurrection, Jesus reaffirmed his commitment, and Peter became a great founding leader of the early church. That's our Father. Our Father is our provider, Jehovah Jireh, and Jesus is again our example. Think about Jesus feeding the 5,000 who were in a wilderness place without food, and he can do that for us. When we're in a wilderness place, when we've just been made redundant, or <laughs> not to mention anybody, <laughs> Yeah, he's done it for us. We've been had re about four redundancies in our lives, Grant and me, and, and every time he's provided for us. And Jesus was our example, just as, as he provided for the people in the wilderness, no food. Um, he provided it. And Jesus associated with all types, tax collectors, adulterers, fishermen, Pharisees. You know, God loves them all. And this, once again, this is our Father. Our Father is so many things, as, as Jesus has shown us. He is kind and patient, approachable. Children came to him. They weren't scared of him. He is our helper, our refuge, and merciful. So if you have trouble with Father God, just think of Jesus. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. Get to know Jesus more, and you'll get to know the Father God if you want to know how a father should react in a, in a circumstance, look to Jesus, see what he did, how he treated people. Our father is amazing. And it's taking me a lifetime just to get to know him and to, in some cases, overcome some of the ideas that I had about a father. And um, I think, you know, God, my father was pretty good under the circumstances um, but Father God you know is just so much more and he can do so much more for us so that's about all that I've got to say I think maybe we should pray